0: Now may the Lord continue to open your eyes and your mind. May you become more and more refined in the things of God. Amen. And may you have a burning desire to perfect holiness in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Ridding yourself of all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit and pursuing holiness. Glory to God. Amen. So without holiness and peace, amen, pursuing that, no man shall see God. We're going back to the same thought that we had on last week out of 1 Thessalonians Amen. And um, 1 Thessalonians, the third chapter, we're going back to that thought, verse 9 through 13. We'll read that first in the New King James Version, and then we'll read it the second time in the New Living Translation with special emphasis on the B part of verse 10. Amen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 9 through 13, um, and then read it again in the New Living Translation, the same verses, Um, But special emphasis on verse 10, amen, special emphasis on verse 10 is our subject matter on tonight. In addition to that, we're going to read tonight, this is Bible study, amen, Philippians, the third chapter, verse 12 through 16, Philippians, the third chapter, verse 12 through 16 in the New Living Translation, and we're going to return to the thought that we started last week, amen, summoned to perfection amen, summoned to perfection, <coughs> amen, um, praise God, and for a subtopic today, amen, there's still room for more, amen, there is still room for more, glory to God, there's still room for more, First Thessalonians, the third chapter, amen, verse 9 through 13, we have several other scriptures we're going to go to as well, but this is our basis for where we're going on tonight. And it reads from verse 9 out of 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 9, it says, For we thank God, for what thanks can we render to God for you for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before our God? Amen. Uh, Night and day praying and exceedingly, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. Night and day praying exceedingly, that we might see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our path to you and may the Lord make you increase and abound. That's it. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another, amen, and to all just as you do, amen, so that you may be established in your heart, blameless, amen, in holiness before our God and our Father, praise God, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all the saints, amen. Special emphasis in verse 10, amen, and in verse 12. That then, the same verses of scripture in the New Living Translation, it says, How we thank God for you, because Because of you, we have great joy as we enter into God's presence. Night and day, praying. we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again, to fill in the gap in your faith. Night and day, asking God, amen, uh, to see you again, to fill in the gaps in your faith. Glory to God. May, May God, our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ bring us to you very soon. And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all the people grow, amen, and overflow. Glory to God. May that love grow and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. May he, as a result, make your heart strong, blameless, and holy as you stand before God, amen. Our Father. Now, Lord Jesus Christ comes, amen, with all his holy people, amen. Glory to God. 16 Philippians, the 12th chapter, the third chapter, verse 3 through 16. It says, I don't mean to say that I've already, amen, achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection. I'm not there yet. But I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus has first possessed me. I want to get him. Amen, lay hold of him in the same way that he's already laid hold of me. Glory to God, amen. Then he says, uh, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on the things, I focus on this one thing. I have not achieved it, but I focus, that's it, on this one thing, forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead, pressing on to reach the end of the race and receive a holy prize for which God, through Jesus Christ, is calling us. Verse 15, let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree at some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. A Verse 16, but we must uh, hold on to the progress we have already made, amen. But we must hold on to the progress that we have already made. Glory to God, amen. I think the first thing that is good to say is that uh, the believer must allow the Holy Spirit to work on the areas in our lives that are immature and undeveloped. The key word here is balance, amen. Say again, Amen, the believer must allow the works of the Holy Spirit, amen, to work on areas in our lives that are are immature and undeveloped. Praise God, the key word is, amen, balance. In Philippians, I mean Philippians, 1 Thessalonians 3 and the B part of verse 10, it says, asking God to let us see you again. And here's the key word to fill in the gap. That's the New Living Translation, to fill in the gap in your faith, praise God. And in the New New King James Version, it says, perfect what is lacking. It means the same thing, perfect what is lacking, or fill in the gaps. Glory to God. Amen. And so Paul recognizes that this uh, fledgling church, this young church, is doing well. Their faith, that's the key word, and we'll get to that just in a minute as well. The key word is that their faith is heard abroad. They are doing an excellent job, but here's the thing that he's saying to them, amen, there's more to be done. Praise God, you're doing well, but there's more to be done. One of the hindrances that can stop the momentum in the life of the believer's development, one of the hindrances that can stop the momentum of the life of the believer's development, amen, is resting back on what you've already done. Amen, resting on what you've already done, feeling so accomplished, not knowing there's so much else to do. Paul says we're coming so that we can, amen, fill in the gap in your faith. Praise God, we can never allow our current progress to become a stumbling block to our future development. Say again, we cannot allow our current progress, amen, to become a stumbling block for our future development, amen? So that we look at where we are, what we have achieved, and then uh, that becomes a source of pride to where we don't press on towards the mark with a greater level of passion, with a great level of passion. Paul says, amen, I'm not acting like I'm already mature. or I've already reached perfection. I press on, amen, to possess that perfection, amen, with Christ. Glory to God. I'm not already there. I have not achieved. Glory to God. He says, amen. But I focus on one thing, forgetting the past. As we said on last week, that forgetting the past does not mean you have some type of memory loss from where you come from. And Paul is referring to himself as his life in Judaism, his life, amen, as a Pharisee, amen, as those that were uh, hinged up on the Old Testament law of Moses. Praise God. Amen. That's what he's referring to in his context. But to us, any part of our past should not be a place where we focus. Amen. We should focus on going on to perfection. That forgetting the past does not mean we have some type of memory loss. Thank you, Father. Does not mean that we have some type of memory loss where we can't bring up in our psyche, in our uh, mind, a past. But what it does mean is that we have such a Focus on the future. Focus on going on to perfection. Focus on going on to, amen, greater levels of maturity and development in in Christ that, glory to God, amen, our looking, it'll seem like we we don't have any memory of the the past. We have the memory, but the key word here, beloved, is focus, amen. The key word here is focus. We focus on the things that are ahead. We press toward the mark. We're reaching for the end of the race to receive a heavenly prize, amen, that that comes from God, amen. That's in Christ Jesus. This is our, this is a high calling. We press on in this thing. Glory to God. At no point should the believer become stagnant or complacent. Amen. At no point should the believer uh stay, I should say, any significant amount of time stagnant amen, and complacent because there is so much that we must do to go on to maturity, amen, go on to perfection. Glory to God, amen. Uh, By by doing this, by doing this, amen, this will eliminate areas, amen, that can be a stumbling block or an interest for the devil. Say again, by going on to perfection, by focusing on what's ahead, By understanding there's more to do, amen, these low places won't become uh, a stumbling block. They won't become an entranceway for the devil. Praise God, amen. By doing this, we will eliminate errors, doing what pressing toward the mark, going on, praise God. We have been summoned to perfection, glory, amen. Now, the word perfection or perfect in your Bible in the New King James, or in the King James version does not mean without fault. It just simply means mature. Amen. We're measuring up to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Amen. It means it means fullness. It means amen wholeness. Glory to God. Let us go on to maturity. That's what we need in the church. Here's the here's here's the really here's one of the major needs for maturity in the church. Mature believers become the front line of defense against a man, witches, and all type of warlock type spirits. Any type of spirit, it becomes a front line of defense from discerning error, false doctrine, false motives. Amen. From the pulpit or from the any type of teaching. Amen. So the so mature believers, amen, become a type of protection to those that are still developing. Glory to God! Become the type of perfection, just like in the animal kingdom. Amen. The grown, uh, whatever it is, becoming like a perfection, like a parent to those that are growing up. Because sometimes being naive to what's around you is dangerous. I'm gonna say that again. Being naive to the danger, amen. Uh, the things that are around you is dangerous. Praise God. There are dangers around us, and if we're naive, praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen, we, we we won't recognize how dangerous it is until it's too late, amen. But this is what mature believers are for, amen. The other thing is that maturity, praise God, keeps the church from, amen, imploding on itself. Amen, imploding. Paul says in Acts 20 and 19 that after my departure, amen, I'm gonna warn you ahead of time, ravenous wolves will come in, and then men rising up from the inside to draw disciples unto themselves, glory to God. But those mature believers have the eyes for wolves and have the eyes for ignorant, uh, unlearned men who don't have the who don't have the spirit, glory to God. And so this is absolutely necessary for our growth and our development, Amen. That we go on to perfection, and as the Bible would say, give no place or no foothold for the devil. Say it again, they've given no place or no foothold for the devil. In the book of Deuteronomy, the second chapter, praise God, and about verse two, uh, God says to Moses, amen, tell these people that they have skirted around this mountain long enough. Amen, go northward. You've been around this mountain, you've been doing this same thing long enough. Amen, let us, amen go northward let's progress past this point glory to God let us go on now past where we are right now amen when you read and when you are studying the book of first Thessalonians amen um, what you'll find out is Paul has uh, ple- pleasant memories of the days he spent with this uh, infant church it's an infant church in Thessalonica amen their faith their hope their love and perseverance in the face of persecution is exemplary. You, 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 you hear it, his fondness for them. That, that's, this church brings Paul great joy. And you hear the apostolic heart, especially in chapter two, as well as, amen, chapter three. Amen, very condensed, praise God. I think the apostles have got a bad rap, amen. But if you go back and read 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and 3, you'll really hear the heart of the of the, of the apostle. Amen. So, so Paul labors as a spiritual parent in this fledgling uh, church, amen, and has become richly in, uh, uh, full of joy because of their obvious progress. Amen. As a parent in chapter 2, he says, "We we were like a nursing mother among you. Amen, but yet we instructed like a father. Glory to God, amen. And so Paul ex, amen, encouraged them to excel in their newborn faith, to increase in their love for no, one another, to rejoice, amen, to pray, and to give thanks always. He encourages them to excel in their newfound faith, amen, number one. To, number two, to increase in their love for one another, to rejoice, to pray, to give thanks always, amen. So this letter is full of very enduring terms. Praise God, enduring terms, which, beloved, lest you and I know that discipleship is a very intimate, very passionate process. Say it again, discipleship is a very intimate and a very passionate process, Uh, glory to God, amen, that we must glean from out of the book Of First Thessalonians, Amen. Because there's so much in that that we can see, praise God, and that we can glean from. In First Thessalonians, the first chapter, Amen. What you see in him is really like he's bragging, he's boasting on their faith. Glory to God that 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 all throughout Asia we boast about your faith and how you've grown and your patience, endurance in the midst of tribulation. Glory to God. Amen. So he's 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 bragging on them. And so uh what he says to them is that your faith has been accompanied by works. Your faith is accompanied by works. You're just not mouthing love, you're just not mouthing, giving lip service, praise God, about loving the brethren and about a man going on to perfection. It has been it is being seen. And so he is overjoyed. By amen, the progress of the church. That's it. Amen. If you ever want leaders to be excited, amen, typically uh spirit-filled, mature leaders, amen, are not really driven by money at all. It's about seeing, amen, the saints grow because that's that that beloved stirs the heart of leaders more than anything. Amen. The other thing that's important is all throughout the word of God. Uh, particularly the, the epistles, you see words that direct toward direct the believer's mind towards maturity. They're synonymous words, they're synonyms, but they're words that, amen, that direct us towards going on to maturity. Words like abound. Amen. Words like like more and increase, multiply. Amen. To run or to press. Glory to God. In first. Thessalonians, the first fourth chapter, verse one and two, amen. He says, Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you receive from us how to walk as to please God. For you know that we that for you know uh, that what commandments we gave you, amen, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God, that you. we exhort you, we encourage you, amen, in the Lord Jesus, that you should abound more and more. There's so much more that, amen, is you're doing good, but don't let the good become a stumbling block. Why? Because there's so much more, that more and more. And when you go down and keep looking, amen, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 9 through 11, Amen. He, he 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 amen adds another layer to it. He said, Now, but concerning brotherly love, verse nine, amen, you have no one, no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. Huh, hallelujah. You're taught by God to love one another. And indeed you do so towards all the brethren who are in all of Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you, in, that you increase more and more. <laughs> Glory to God. He said, abound more and more, increase more and more, that you also inspire to live a quiet life, to mind your own business, yes, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. Glory to God. Amen. And so he's, he says to them, you're doing well, Praise God, but we urge you, brothers and sisters, that you increase more and more. Hallelujah. So we should have, uh, beloved, a desire and a focus to do more and more on a daily basis. This will keep us from being complacent. This will keep us from being, amen, underdeveloped. This will keep us from be remaining immature, amen. This will make us a hard target for the enemy. <laughs> glory to God, amen. So that we go, here's the key word, go on to perfection. We got to go on to perfection. We got to go on and grab hold to that which uh, Amen, man has a hold of us. Glory to God, we have to go on to perfection, amen. And so it is of the utmost importance as we follow Christ, as we follow Christ is that we learn to mature, we develop, amen. In the Lord, we become strong in the power of his might Glory to God, and that we exemplify Christ and become a witness in the earth realm of the goodness of the Lord. Glory to God, amen. The enemy, praise God, to maturity is laziness. One of the enemies to maturity is laziness, amen. When the enemy say, y'all, now you doing, you've done a good job, you can just lay back. You don't have to really press like hard like you did last year, amen. And that's a that's a trick from hell, Amen, to get you in sin. That's the trick from hell to get you in sin. Glory to God. So we got to go on to perfection. So when the master comes, here's the key word, and I'm almost done. When the master comes, he won't catch you with your works undone. So when Jesus comes, he won't catch you, catch us with our works undone and unmature and under undeveloped when we've had time to go on to perfection. Praise God, to go on to perfection. In the book of Hebrews, the fifth chapter, Paul says, Amen. Amen. I got much I want to, I'm paraphrasing. I want to teach you. I want to show you. Amen. But you're still unable to receive it. Praise God. But by so by now, you should be teachers. But you need someone still to teach you the elementary principles, Amen, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So that is that is an expectation. That's it. There is an expectation from the Lord, amen, for us to go on to perfection. There is an expectation. Jesus spent much time disappointed with the disciples, amen, on the basis of they should be better farther along than what they were. And John 14, amen, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, amen, that you may be also. And where I where I go, you know, and the way you know. And Thomas said, Lord, we don't know man, where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Praise God. Amen. And uh, Philip says in verse eight, "Show, uh, Lord, show us the Father if it suffices us. Jesus said to him, how <laughs> have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? Amen. Uh, he who has seen me, has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Glory to God. He said, man, I've been with you long enough for you to know that. I've already taught you that. Amen. So his his apparent uh, displeasure in the question that Philip posed was because they've been long enough to be more mature than ask that type of question. Amen. So there's an expectation. There's an expectation for the understanding. There's an expectation for a level of growth based upon how long I've been with you. There's an expectation from us, amen, to show a certain amount of maturity, amen, from the time that we've come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. There is an expectation for our development. Amen. So we have to press, beloved. We got. To, we have to press on toward the mark have, for the prize, the high calling of God that's in Christ Jesus. I exhort you and I encourage you in the Lord, amen, amen, That day by day, you present yourself before the Lord. Day by day, you find yourself eating from the word of life. That day by day, you find yourself being stronger, more discerning in the spirit, amen. And this, this beloved, I I encourage you in, is intentional. (laughs) That's it. It's intentional. It's something that we have to do ourselves. The Lord is not going to send angels to wake you up, amen, and make you get in the word of God amen, or to push you down, amen, to your knees, amen. We got to submit to him daily, on a daily basis. Take up the cross daily and follow him. Deny ourselves, take up the cross daily and follow him. Glory to God. That word follow don't mean walk behind like a bunch of baby ducks. Glory to God. It means imitate, mimic me. What you see me do, you do. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. What you've seen in me do. What you read, what you've understand, have faith in, that you do. Hallelujah. So amen. Beloved, I exhort you. I encourage you in the Lord. My time is up. Praise God. Press on toward the mark. Let us go on to perfection. We have been summoned by the Lord to go on to perfection. There's still more, amen, to be done. There is still more. There is room still for more. Praise God. Let us press on in that thing. Become witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand mature, and God be glorified in our doing. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you tonight for the hearers, the ones that were here now, and then the ones that were here later. Pray God that we have a desire to go on to perfection and to be glorified.